2: Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now, before we fire into today's wonderful episode, a quick reminder about yesterday's big interview show with Kevin Godley, founding member of 10CC. It's a fascinating chat, really, with a man who scored a worldwide hit in the 70s, then left to form Godley and Cream and have more hits, and then went on to become the leading music video maker of the 80s. It's an incredible career, and he tells some great stories, like about how I'm Not In Love came together in a rather unorthodox way. The Beatles, there's Neil Sedaka. Role in the band forming and much more as well. Check it out, episode 73 with Kevin Godley. But getting back to today's show, it is September the 20th, and it appears to be the day the Melody Maker published the results of their Reader's Awards here in the UK. Now, there's some interesting choices a number of years apart, with 1969 and 1975 results announced on this day. Now, in 69, unsurprisingly, the Beatles won Best Band, but it was Genesis who scooped the top award in 1975. Janice Joplin won Best International Female Singer in 69 with Joni Mitchell in 75. Best British Single in 69 was the Beatles again with Get Back, while in 1975 it was, oh, look at that, 10CC with I'm Not In Love. I wonder if there's a podcast somewhere you could hear all about the making of that song. Hmm. Anyway, on to the birthdays today. Former guest on the show, Manfred Mann's EarthBand guitarist, Mick Rogers, turns 76 today. Such a nice guy. While lead guitarist for Boston-based band Xtreme, Nuno Betancourt turns 56 years old today. His guitar work earned him the Most Valuable Guitar Player Award in 1991 by Guitar World magazine. But for the focus of today's show, we're looking at an album released on this day in 1976. (laughs) Yes, on this day in 1976, ACDC released their third studio album, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Now, if you're listening to this in North America thinking, 1976, what? Well, it was originally released in 1976 in Australia and Europe on this day 46 years ago, but didn't hit the US shelves until 1981, a year after then-lead singer Bon Scott had died. Now, to dig deeper into this release, I'm joined by a friend of the show, the wonderful Joe Kay, from Play That Rock and Roll Podcast.
1: ACDC's Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap was released on September 20th, 1976. Or was it? Well, yes. At least it was in Europe and in ACDC's home country of Australia. But rock fans in the United States would not get a wide release of this record until March of 1981. This is because the band's American label, Atlantic, straight-up rejected the album and almost dropped ACDC altogether. This may sound absurd, given that ACDC is one of the most recognizable bands in the world today, but they struggled mightily during the Bon Scott years of the mid-1970s, despite producing some of the best music of their career. Dirty Deeds would finally arrive on American shores in 1981, as the band had just achieved some astronomical success with their masterpiece Back in Black, which was released in 1980. After seeing that album's insane sales numbers, Atlantic decided to capitalize with releasing an American version of Dirty Deeds, which shot to number three on the charts immediately. The only problem is that the band was less than a year away from releasing their new album for those about to rock. Dirty Deeds is a rather appropriate way to describe the cynical decision to release the record at this point, as it distracted fans from the upcoming new album, and it may have stalled the band's badly needed momentum with new vocalist Brian Johnson. But, as we all know, fame and fortune would not escape ACDC in the long run, as they would eventually become one of the biggest bands in the world, and they still are today. So let's talk about the actual Dirty Deeds album for a moment. In hindsight, was Atlantic actually right to reject this album in 1976? Absolutely not. This is a great album that features some of the band's most iconic work. The title track is one of the most famous songs of the Bon Scott era, as it was eventually a top ten hit single and a concert staple through the band's entire run. Another track, Big Balls, is arguably the band's funniest song. And then you have my personal favorite, Jailbreak. That is one of Bon Scott's best songs, and the music video features a rare appearance of Angus Young not wearing his trademark schoolboy outfit. So, if you got problems in your life of love, if you got a broken heart, don't pick up the phone. Instead, pick up this record and give it a spin.
2: A huge thanks to Joe Kay there, a big Bon Scott fan. So the first person I turn to for this subject. Now, Joe hosts his own podcast called Play That Rock and Roll with great interviews and deep dives, so please do check it out. But that's it for September 20th. I'll be back tomorrow talking about another big event from this day in the history of rock. But until then, take care.